0: Welcome back to another episode of the Bondist Podcast. I hope you guys are having an amazing Monday.
1: Hi guys, welcome back. I feel like it's been we I, we we were just here like two weeks ago.
0: Yeah, we've been. But I feel really like so bad. much has happened. <laughs> I know so much has happened.
1: Um, or maybe it hasn't. I've been in a perma coma for the past week, so if I have a little bit of brain fog this episode, excuse me.
0: I know, you're just so lonely without me.
1: Yeah, well, Savannah was gone for (laughs) like a week. Yeah, you were gone for a full week. And so when Savannah's not here, I have absolutely zero reason to get out of bed. (laughs) (laughs) She's the only thing that gets me up because I work at night, as I've said a million times. So I had the perfect excuse literally to sleep from like 9 a.m. until 10 p.m. every day.
0: Oh my God, that sounds like a dream though.
1: Yeah, but, like, now I'm all ass backwards, and so, like, last night, we're here—what time is it? We're here at 11 a.m., and I woke up at—I went to bed at 10,
0: and which I woke shocking, up— shocking, because usually I'm the one that's trying to go to bed, and I was trying to watch Stick It, Yeah, which apparently is Tyler's favorite movie.
1: Okay, keep on saying that. It was one of my favorite <laughs> movies when I was a kid.
0: Well, I made him watch Blades of Glory last night, which is probably one of my top five favorite movies. Yeah. And it's so good. He had never seen it before. What would you rate it? One to ten.
1: Mm. Here's my problem, you guys. I'm not a comedy movie person. And especially like that kind of comedy movie. Like those kind of comedy movies where it's like stupid humor. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't It's never gotten to me. And... See like
0: intellectual funny movies where they're making jokes about like chemicals and molecules and no, like if you're smart you would only I just, get like,
1: it i wouldn't like if i'm on netflix and i'm like scrolling through the categories comedy gets skipped right over like i'm just not a comedy movie person i
0: can get that
1: so for me personally i would rate it like a three but like for the people that would enjoy that type of movie i know it's a good one like That's you know really what i mean good. i can appreciate the art yeah and not like it for myself It's Will
0: Ferrell. he's iconic i'm gonna literally go into a depression when he dies
1: Okay, I think you we'll have some time. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. But yeah, so I woke up at 2:45 this morning. Yeah. And I've been awake ever since.
0: But we're going to watch Stick It today cuz we we're just talking about like favorite like childhood movies yeah. and Tyler said Stick It. Well, was, like, it came babe.
1: about because I I was like we were at the very beginning of the movie, so I didn't really... I didn't get, catch the vibe of the movie, but I was like, oh, did they make a movie like this about every sport? Like
0: They should. And
1: then I was like, like stick it. And Savannah was like, no, this is not like stick it at all. And I was like, okay. <laughs> that was my favorite movie when I was growing up.
0: I love that for you. I
1: watched it like so many times. And then they made a TV show that was inspired by yeah, it.
0: Yeah, I remember that TV. What was it make called? Make It or Break It? Yes.
1: Also a good show Also a really good show We just
0: love the gymnastics
1: I love gymnastics Like it's my goal one day To go to the Summer Olympics And watch
0: That's amazing
1: They're doing it in Los Angeles The next one Is it this year? I don't know It's this year It's in Los Angeles
0: I'm not an Olympian stan I don't follow the Olympics You
1: never liked watching the Olympics?
0: I like watching the figure skating (laughs) (laughs) Stick it Figure skating, blades, blades of, of glory. <laughs>
1: you can see the divide.
0: <laughs> the figure skating is arguably the best.
1: No, gymnastics is so much better no. for sure.
0: Yeah, I don't think so. The figure skaters.
1: I've never no, but sure. I'm not a Winter Olympics boy. See, I've never. I watched like the win- Winter Olympics because yeah. I like the snow. I like. I mean, I feel like Winter Olympics probably is a little more entertaining. Actually, like the bobsledding and stuff? It.
0: The bobsledding? Yeah,
1: and like skiing and like yeah. how they do the jumps and everything. Yeah. But like Summer Olympics, like swimming and like...
0: I don't care for swimming. Yeah, like, swimming. I like, what want to watch, you watch swim? <laughs>
1: <laughs> No, gymnastics is good. I'll okay. stand by that. I love that. So what are we talking about today?
0: We are talking about a hot topic that everyone has been dying to hear. I've been teasing it for a long time. And I promise, guys, we were supposed <laughs> to record this like five podcasts ago it's just there's a lot to get into and it's deep and you got to be in the mindset
1: yeah and also like we're really bad because we'll be like paul who does the podcast titled this ethics and aesthetics and then we'll start to, well you know you basically know, you like what
0: we just started yeah, with we, but it just will never end yeah we
1: like to start with a little <laughs> intro to every episode but then it never ends the intro becomes the episode yeah
0: so we do that quite often yeah
1: we've done that with this episode five times i think
0: yes yeah we have
1: like paul was like we recorded that last time we were like no we tried to but we didn't (laughs) we didn't get there
0: well let's get into it let's pop lock and drop it okay okay so ethics and aesthetics is so important that i even want to teach a class about it like i am going to submit it to icsc to talk about because i feel like there's just so many layers to it like i could probably talk about it for five days straight Mm -hmm. because it's such an industry where you can really take advantage of people if you don't have the right heart and intentions. And it is such a vulnerable industry too. Yeah, And you really have to trust your provider. And I always say it's like aesthetics and the weight loss industry. I feel like just pry on women's insecurities especially. And it's sad because when you're dealing with extra weight or you're dealing with acne or something on your skin that doesn't make you feel confident, like I've been in that place where you'll do anything. If someone waves like a little magic pill or a magic cream in front of you and was like, this will help you lose 50 pounds or this will get your skin clear in two weeks. Like you want to believe it because it's better than not trying, you know? And that's how we get all of these like bad reps in our industry and people, not reps, but like bad reputations. Yes. Bad reputations in the industry because there are a lot of fast cash, money grabbing med spas and places out there that really do pry on women and it's sad and i have been on the receiving end and i've worked for places that did that to people
1: yeah and pushed you to try to do it
0: and it's hard yeah it's really hard so i guess we'll go back to like my first like kind of personal experiences um so when i was dealing with my skin everyone who doesn't know my story i like grew up with great skin like i had no issues i was that friend that like couldn't comp not compromise what's the word have compassion for my friends that were like oh I don't want to go to this party tonight or I don't want to go do this because I have a pimple I'd be like oh my god just cover it up you're fine like I didn't realize the mental aspects Mm -hmm. that come with having acne and also I was emotionally immature and you know selfish and all about me I mean who a 15 year old girl isn't
1: yeah but I think it's also like a lot of people think that way and I do as well now that my skin is better but like it's like when you're looking at someone with a pimple it's not what you see. You know what I mean? Like, it's like you don't care yeah. about
0: But to them, that. it's everything. To them, everything. it's everything. But mm-hmm. yeah,
1: I don't think it was because you were selfish. I just thought like, in your mind, you're like, it doesn't look bad. Like, you look great.
0: Yeah, like, don't worry about it. Like, your tits, yeah. everyone's gonna be looking at your tits, yeah. not your pimple, you know? <laughs> like, all the boys at the party are gonna be looking at your tits. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so... I, when I was in college, got on Nexplanon, and Nexplanon is an implanted birth control. straight progestin, and that speeds up oil production and can lead to clogged pores, acne, like so many issues. And I'm beef, beef with my OBGYN.
1: Do you still have the same one?
0: Well, this is how we get off topic. Okay. <laughs> because there's a story for that. <laughs> um, yes and no. So don't let me forget where we picked off. Okay. Keep that nugget in your mind because okay. I'm about to go on a little tangent.
1: Then I can't listen to you. Okay. Wait, you're gonna go on a tangent about what? Heather Caldwell. Oh, okay, 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 <laughs> okay. okay, okay,
0: She's a midwife, which is fine. I'm not, you know, gonna put her down because people all the time are like, "You're just an. She just
1: name dropped first <laughs> and last name. That's crazy. Okay,
0: well, she's mean. <laughs> okay, okay, she's mean, but her um medical assistant or whoever slays. Love her. Okay, yeah. Go on. She's amazing. So anywho, I've been seeing her since I was like 14. Mm-hmm. And I told her I was like, I don't want to be on anything that's going to cause acne. Like I've never struggled with acne. Like I just like I'm really scared. And she was like, no, like you're gonna be great and just like gaslit the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. And when I started getting acne, I like went back in. I was like, I want to get it out. She like refused to take it out and was like, no, like, no, 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 no. Like, you don't need to take it out, blah, blah, blah. And she was like rude. Okay. So then when I got pregnant, So my brother-in-law and sister-in-law are both nurses, and they're, like, very particular, which is amazing, but they were like, you need to go see, like, an actual OBGYN, like, to deliver your baby, like, don't mess around with a midwife, which... Going back in time, I probably wouldn't have minded having her because actually my OBGYN fat shamed the fuck out of me my entire pregnancy and we were pregnant at the same time and she was teeny tiny, (laughs) teeny tiny, like a little pencil, like from the back, wouldn't know she was pregnant. Turned around, big old belly. And she's the reason I ended up getting a C-section because she actually was going to have birth, give, not have birth, give birth the next day. Um, We literally gave birth within 24 hours of each other and she was literally right next door. Wow! Next room over from me. That's crazy. Oh yeah, Lance said it was like the scariest thing because so she she delivered your baby while she was pregnant and then gave birth like literally like twelve hours later.
1: That's that's insane.
0: I know it's kind of badass. No, it kind
1: of is. She was like, "Let me take
0: this baby. I'll go do mine." But you know, they get paid a lot of money if you get a C-section, and she like didn't want to like if I was due after I was due after her. And so she would have maternity even yeah. missed that paycheck. So she was, like, really pushing me to get induced and pushing me to get induced. And Cyrus was not ready to come out. Like, clearly, like, I was in labor for such a long time. I only dilated to a 3. You're yeah. supposed to be a 12.
1: Centimeters? Is that what it is? Yeah.
0: And his, like, blood pressure kept dropping, and it was just, like, a whole thing when they were dripping the Pitocin. Like, it was just No, awful. it was, like, the scariest
1: experience. Yeah, and they're, like, we got to cut him had. out, and I'm, like,
0: great. <laughs> I didn't read anything about C-sections because I'm, like, I'm 24, which is stupid, and I've, I go back in time. I would recommend to any mother, like, just do your research. You never know what's going to happen once yeah. you walk into the hospital, but always advocate for yourself and, like, going back I shouldn't have trusted her. I should have just been like, I'm going to wait till I actually naturally go into labor. Cause I never went into labor naturally. Like she broke my water, like whatever. Um, but Lance said it was so scary when she pulled Cyrus out of me, she had like blood all over her pregnant belly in her hands, you know? And it was just like, yeah. kind of like a horror movie, like this like pregnant woman with blood all over her like belly.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, it was crazy anyways. So back to Heather so
1: who's the midwife? Yes. Okay. Who
0: I like switched from to this other yeah. doctor who was also terrible This whole practice honestly sucks. They should like shut down and let me have their office building for my spa
1: Do they have a nice building? Yeah. Where is it? La Okay. Yeah. Like by the hospital? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a home. nice area. Yeah, it's
0: really nice. we yeah. right next to Muya.
1: Mmm.
0: Got you. Turkey burger all day, every day. <laughs> Anywho. So then, um, I went, she ended up like not wanting to do that anymore, be an OBGYN. So she's a stay-at-home mom now. Okay. So then I had to go back to my midwife and I was like, you know, came crawling back. I'm like, hey, sorry to let you deliver my baby. It's because my sister and brother-in-law thought you weren't qualified. (laughs) I didn't say that, but you know.
1: So she's not a doctor.
0: She's a midwife.
1: I don't know what the fuck that means.
0: Um, I think it's like, you're not a doctor, but you're like, maybe like a PA
1: type of energy. Okay.
0: Like, you know?
1: Okay. Got you. Got you.
0: Like you're not a doctor, but you're not, you're closer to being a doctor.
1: Okay. Yeah. Midwife just means I'm never going to have a baby. I, I don't, don't have really a baby. know
0: the difference. I, I just know they're not a doctor.
1: Yeah. I figured as
0: much. Okay. Well, yeah. And then, okay. So I go back in and I'm talking to her about my PMDD, right? Yeah. Yep. And she was so mean to me. She was so mean to me. Okay. She was like, well, you are on Zoloft. Are you sure you're not just depressed? I'm like, I know the feeling of like how I felt when I was depressed versus like this just happening before. She's like, oh, so we're self-diagnosing. And I was like, no, I just like did some, you know, research. And I just was wondering, like, do you think I have this? She was like, well, since you've researched it, I'm sure you have it. So yeah, you have PMDD and was just like so mean. And then I was like, I want to do some natural remedies. She was like, no, I want to put you on birth control. And she tried to get me back on the next plan on. And I was like, <laughs> girly pop, we did this 10 years ago. <laughs> And it's actually my career now. So thank you. Yeah, like, like I no. it's actually fr- from you, I am the Dallas esthetician. I would have never been the Dallas esthetician if it weren't for Heather Codwell. So okay. Heather Codwell, thank you for that. But also
1: You should send her like an edible arrangement.
0: Be like, thank you so much for giving me <laughs> <the> acne. acne. <laughs> <laughs> because you're the reason I became an esthetician. Mm-hmm. Quite literally. But anyways, um, yeah, they were just so mean to me at that office. And then the most crazy thing was okay, so my insurance for some reason like wasn't working, but like it does work so I had to pay like out of pocket which is fine but when I went up to go check out the lady was like she's like oh you have to pay your insurance blah blah I was like yeah I know whatever like I'll call them later and figure it out and she was like that sucks and I was like I know she's like no not for you for me I'm trying to get out of here now I have all this paperwork to do I would fire everyone (laughs) if that was my office and they said that to a client
1: that's so crazy like
0: that sucks and I'm like I know she's like no not for you for me because now I have to stay with them yeah they're mean so anyways that i was mean my i side guess story. it's i
1: guess it's from the top down does heather own that no oh
0: it's just like a practice with multiple doctors
1: okay interesting yeah so you're still seeing her
0: no i don't see her okay. i just don't
1: f- see anyone
0: well it's been three months so i don't really oh, okay you don't even get your pussy checked every month yeah that's true so
1: we'll find someone new
0: I will. I definitely will. (laughs) So if anyone has any racks in DFW, let me know. But anyways, back to my story. So my skin started to break out, and I was, like, off my parents' payroll. Like, I lived at home, but they were like, tampons, you pay for that. Like, we'll give you toilet paper. Like, whatever we want to buy from the grocery store, like, is free game, but, like, no, like, special requests. Like, you're basically, like, a tenant in our home, which is fine because it's cheaper than paying for anything else. But, like, every, like, bare necessity that, like, I needed... Or anything that was over the top. Like whether it was like deodorant or shampoo or like... That that, that those was me. basics. No. That's crazy. That was on me. So like if I needed deodorant, shampoo, anything like it was on me. So I was 18. And um, I couldn't obviously afford much because I was a waitress at Fish City.
1: Were you at NCTC?
0: Yes. Okay. That was when I was at NCTC. Which was a community college since my GPA was trash mm-hmm. from <laughs> me not giving two shits. I mean the thing is... I didn't want to be alive at all during that time. So, like, thinking about grades and my future, like, I wasn't trying to take care of my future because I didn't want to have one or be well, alive. yeah,
1: you had a very tumultuous experience in high school. Yeah. I so. mean, first two years sucked. Then you went to wilderness. Mm-hmm. And then you did alternative school. hmm So.
0: Yeah, I just went through it. So, it sucked because I, you know, was actually started to take my studies really serious at NCTC and I actually like loved going to community college because I was the smartest person there. And like for the first time in my life, like I was the one that people were coming and asking me like for like my notes or like wanting to be in my study group. And like, it was just, I think honestly, out of every thing I've gone through my entire life, no matter what it was in aesthetics, awards, ambassadorships, those like don't even amount to the amount of just... I felt so proud of myself. I just felt so good. Like, Mm -hmm. people, you know, tell me I was pretty or I had nice breasts or, you know, had good hair. Like, that didn't matter. Like, when I was the one people were coming to for, like, notes and stuff, like, I have never felt more proud of myself in my entire life to this day. Yeah. So— Yeah, that was like such a like amazing feeling like just being the smartest one there and I loved it and I got really good grades. I was like top of my class for everything and then I transferred over to TWU to start nursing Um, and during that time I was dealing with severe acne and it really affected a lot of aspects of my life. Like I wouldn't go try to make new friends or hang out with anyone and obviously everyone I was friends with in high school like was off at different colleges and stuff. So I was, like, very alone. I adopted two ducks from (laughs) Tractor Supply. (laughs) Yeah, Piper and Willow. And I literally would go to school, and I'd come home, and I would raise my ducks.
1: Where is Tractor Supply?
0: There's one in Bartonville.
1: Oh, okay. I know where it is.
0: Yeah, and there's also one— Is um, that where
1: you got your ducks?
0: I don't remember which location, but it was a tractor— I think it might have been the one in Weatherford, closer to my parents'
1: ranch. ranch. Yeah.
0: But anyways, I was a duck mom and a very studious student. And that was, like, my favorite era. And that was also the time where I was trying to be a makeup blogger on the side. And that's when I started my Instagram, which I have now, the same Instagram, but it was called Boda Beauty. And then I would get all these DMs of people asking me to do, like, their wedding makeup in Spanish. I was like, why are people sending me, me like, um, messages Uh, in Spanish asking me to do their wedding makeup? I'm like, I'm so confused. And it's because Boda, my last name, means wedding in Spanish. So then I changed the name. I don't remember what I changed it to, but it was changed. So at that time, like I, you know, was trying to be a makeup blogger. I would post all my makeup looks. I was like doing people's like homecoming and prom makeup and, you know, making some side money while I was in nursing school, still waiting tables. Um, And I would save up all my money and I'd go buy, like I literally would Google, like if I did right now, this is exactly what I would do.
1: Let's see what comes up nowadays. Top
0: best product for acne. That's what I would type in. And I would go down and I didn't know at this time that you could pay for Google ads. (laughs) Yeah. So I didn't know this. So I really thought it was like legitimate. Okay. See, first thing that comes up is super clear acne treatment serum by Sonia Dakar. I would have bought that. SkinCeuticals Blemish and Age Defense also did use that. Barbastrum Microbiotic Hydrating Blemish Cream. Like all of these, I'm telling you like this whole row of stuff, I would have purchased one by one every month. To see if it would be like the miracle that would cure my skin. I would read blogs. I would read everything. And when I was on Instagram, there really like weren't a lot of people sharing. This is a whole other side tangent that I can get into because I always was like, I wish that there's someone just posting that information and like just someone that I could trust, like a dermatologist, yeah. whoever it is. But social media, like this was 2016. 2016 2017 when this was all happening and social media was like there but people weren't really marketing the way that they do now or teaching and educating the way they do now because I think people have learned like the more you educate the more you grow and the more trust you get yeah um but I when I got became an esthetician I was like I want to be that person for these girls that like you know don't know Mm -hmm. and just to teach them like whether it's about ingredients and not just like selling products that I carry but just really about ingredients and what's happening in the skin like what I post the kind of content I do now And being a newer esthetician, I remember when I was posting this stuff All of these people would dm me and be so hateful and mean like you're gonna make clients not come see us Like this is like proprietary information that only estheticians know Like you shouldn't be posting this because then they're not going to come to us And the funny thing is I think a lot of people, you know, especially for me You get more scared when you go and you don't know anything And you're like, I'm just not going to go at all. Like, I don't know what I'm walking into. I don't understand anything. Like, I just feel scared. And especially when you're dealing with your skin and something so deep and personal, like it just deters you, you know, from Mm -hmm. wanting to get help because you just don't even know what help looks like or how they can help you. You know, it's just like, you know, you should go to a dermatologist or an esthetician or a med spa, but no one really knew about estheticians like this. Aesthetics is like the new real estate agent right now. Like, everyone's becoming an esthetician, which is wonderful. I'm glad that, you know, there's more of us out there. But aesthetics was not popular. Like, my class was like seven people. I just looked because one of my clients is in school. Mm -hmm. 42 girls are in her class.
1: How many were in yours?
0: Seven.
1: Oh, did you just say that? Yeah. I was thinking about how you were the first I didn't know what an was until I started coming to see you. Yeah.
0: Like nobody knew what yeah. it was. No one could pronounce it. We th- they thought we were anesthesiologists. Like it was very much a lucrative <laughs> career. Not
1: anesthesiologist.
0: Yeah. It was just not popping. But anyways, I got a lot of hate for the type of content that is now all over the place. Not saying I was the first person to do it. But, you know, I think for aesthetics in general, I was because a lot of people were just very hush hush about mm-hmm. like, What they do their protocols like I remember one just gatekeeping energy like where they wouldn't show like what their facials were Because they didn't want other people to know like what steps they were doing, you know Or like how they perform their facial or like what products they did Like people would literally like blur the names of the products that they were using And i'm like baby girl That's my entire income now is selling products online and showing but people thought they would make more money if they like didn't share their secrets Yeah, and it's like a 50 catch 22, right? you share your stuff, people are going to copy you. I deal with this every day. Like there's so many people that have every single product line I carry. They do everything that I do, but they do it because one, I'm an influencer in the industry and two, it works. And I, you know, they trust me Yeah. and that's my job. So I think there's that point and that switch in your career. Like before I was like officially like an influencer, like, yeah, it was kind of annoying in the beginning because mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm just like you, I'm just out here trying to make it like, let me be my own person. But now I'm so much more than just that. Like, yeah. I am, you know, someone people look up to. And so it was just a weird transition, I think, of thinking in the industry of, like, how I can see that side of, like, oh, like— we shouldn't tell them like how to treat a pimple at home. Like they, that's going to make them not want to come to us when I think the opposite, like if I'm giving out free advice and this is literally what helped me build my Instagram page is because no one else is doing this. And I was the one that was giving out this free info, but yeah. it came with a lot of backlash because of, you know what I explained, but um, people were really into that and they're like, wow, if this girl is going to give free advice on the internet, you know, and like share her secrets, like I trust her, you yeah. know, and that's how I started to gain a really loyal following on instagram um because i going back to it always wished that i had someone like that to follow to help me so that i wasn't looking at all these random like celebrities and influencers like promoting these products and just believing them or just googling you know top acne product and saving up all my hard-earned money every week to go try this miracle product that didn't work Mm -hmm. so that's a little rant about that it was tough because i did get hate in a lot of facebook but imagine groups.
1: imagine the hate you would get now if you started gatekeeping everything
0: yeah like, well now the whole world's changed where it's share everything it's, yeah. you know keep nothing to yourself there's a couple estheticians though out there that are like really weird about stuff like where they'll take labels off their peels when they're like posting videos like other estheticians don't know what they're using like ooh, you know
1: which is probably just, just mean girl
0: energy yeah it's probably <laughs> like, just at her pca yeah, like, but yeah it just was a different time, you know, because the type of stuff people were posting was like their before and afters or they would post, you know, sales, promos, things like that. But no one was like, what is vitamin C and what does vitamin C do? Or like showing the steps of a facial or explaining treatments because they wanted you to come in office to get that information and not just get free information online. And it is hard sometimes too, but I think In general, when you're sharing all this knowledge, like even if that client's not going to come to you because they live in Canada or, you know, a different state, like you're putting a spotlight on the aesthetics industry, which Mm -hmm. is just going to help us all grow. And that's my thing at the end of the day. Like people get so competitive and weird with me. And it's like I've helped so many people get clients. Inadvertently and yeah. not on purpose. Like, yeah. I get DMs all the time. Like, I saw you post about the buyer repeal. So I Googled who does the buyer repeal near me and I found this girl. So you just got a client from my video yep. that I posted and I made nothing from it, you mm-hmm. know? Or I found someone to do the airlays on me because you post about the airlays and now they're a client for, of yours and they're buying products from you and they're seeing you and that's because of me.
1: Or people who do face reality clinic Exactly. Like yeah. 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 For real.
0: So it all comes back, you know, it all does. And I think that's like the biggest thing that people need to realize is when I win, you win, we all win, you know, we're all like, even when I post skin better products, you know, how many people are like, oh yeah, I went over to my local med spa. I didn't use your link. I went and got it, which is, you know, fine. Yeah. I can't think every single person's going to buy through my link. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's not about the money. It's about helping people. And if I'm getting them results, that makes me happy, happy, and helps me sleep at night. Yeah,
1: but I think you help clients just as much as you do other estheticians because I feel like a lot of esthet. I mean, it's. I mean, I feel like do a lot of these brands because you do have such a large influence. Will let you try their products, and I don't do. Is that normal for all brands? Like, for will they just let anyone try their no. products? Yeah, I didn't think so. So
0: it depends on like what the rep wants to do if they think because they only get like a certain allowance of how many like free products they can get a month so I think they just distribute them out to like their better clinics is when I was you know an employee working places like the rinky dinky places like they would be like really weird about giving us stuff but like yeah. the really nice place that I worked like they would give us everything Makes you know sense. so I think it really is like how much value do you bring to that rep and how much revenue because it's I mean at the end of the day It is a job and it's about money. They're not just going to hand out full-size products to like a spa that doesn't produce money for them or sell a lot.
1: But I'm just thinking like you try so many different products and you try so many different treatments and like you spend so much time trying to seek out the best and the fact that you share that so openly and you talk so much so extensively about the treatments it's almost like you're all you also educate estheticians about yeah. these new things out there and like
0: definitely so many people get, has blown up because of me yeah exactly. it was not and popping before
1: it's amazing so it's so worth it <laughs>
0: and i paid full price we've talked about that before yeah. for that device like and that's the thing is i have So many companies in my DMs and my comments, like, DM us, DM us. Like, we want to make you an ambassador. We'll give you a free device. We'll give you a free device. And I'm like, hey, but your device sucks. Like, I don't want a free device if it sucks. Like, I want the best of the best. And if I have to pay for the best of the best, I will. Like, if I find the best of the best and I reach out to them and they're like, we want to give it to you for free, that's fine. Yeah. But I'm never going to bring any product line or any procedure or anything on because someone's dangling the word free in front of me. Like, I have enough money to buy it full price for myself. I don't need that. I don't want that. It's unethical. I just can't be bought that way. Back
1: to ethics.
0: That's back to ethics. (laughs) Yes, it is. Because there's a lot. Like This one company right now, I won't name names, is like, but if you guys want to be little PI investigators, I'm sure you can figure out who it is because they're in every comment of mine right now on all my posts. But they're just throwing out ambassadorships and giving devices to all these people. And it's weird because I'm seeing some really reputable estheticians actually like bite and take it. Um but we all know deep down it sucks,
1: but... I have no idea what you're talking about.
0: I'll tell you later. Okay. You wouldn't know the brand. Okay. It's, it's small, but still, it's just weird to see fellow people do mm-hmm. that. But to each their own. Yep. No judgment. It's not for me. A little judgment. <laughs> Tyler will judge you. He'll yeah, be the mean girl.
1: Absolutely.
0: But anyway, so let's get back into it. So when I... You know what? We should do this on the second episode because it's already at 30. Okay. Because this was a good, like, intro. Okay. And then we're going to get, like, real into Damn. it.
1: You're doing a cliffhanger to them.
0: Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it's like those books that never have an ending.
1: Yeah, you got to wait one more week.
0: One more week. That's what all the good seven TV shows days. do. Seven days. Seven days.
1: Yep, seven days. We'll see you guys next Monday.
0: Yeah, for some more ethics and aesthetics. Yeah. And this
1: is where we're going to get into all the shady things. That all the shady do. things.
0: The juicy, the raunchy, the <laughs> all of it.
1: We love you guys so much.
0: We love y'all so much. We hope you have a fun Monday. I hope you guys eat a chomps. Um, how do I get chomps to sponsor me? Also, they should.
1: For the podcast.
0: Every esthetician's is you know eating chomps now too. You know it's like eat. the best. But honestly, it's the best esthetician snack or doctor snack because... It's protein and it helps your brain be strong. My dad always would say protein helps with brain power and it's so true. And then also, you can eat it so quickly and between clients, you don't have to warm it up. doesn't make your office smell bad like you're getting straight protein and a stick. And you can eat it like, I mean, I'll time myself, but I think I could eat like an entire you Thompson 60 seconds.
1: You need to stop. You're what? doing a whole ad right now for free. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm being honest. <laughs> and that's the thing that annoys the shit out of me with having a lot of followers is that people think the second you love something and rave about uh, it, yeah. like you're getting paid. Uh, yeah. Like United Sodas, I ordered that shit from Whole Foods for, like literally paid for it. Didn't get it yeah. for free. And then I started posting about it and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to slide in their DMs and ask for code because I love them so much. And now I have a code. And it's not like they sent it and they're like, post this to your followers. We'll yeah. give you a code. No, no, no. I ordered it online, Whole Foods, DoorDash. What is it actually? It's Instacart. I don't know. I get them all confused. It's Instacart.
1: There's multiple. There's Posh. no. Postmates postmate.
0: I think that's a dying thing dying. It's not a Texas thing Okay, no one does postmates here.
1: I didn't know if you said dying or dining
0: no dying
1: Well, there's yeah, there's also Grubhub Grubhub that's food. That's like more food though. Postmates you can get like groceries. Oh
0: But yeah, so anyways, I got that and then I got a code because I asked and the same thing with chomps I ordered chomps on my own free will and then they were rude actually Chomps cuz you're like I'll give you a code for 2 days. Like no bitch, I want a code forever. But they DM'd us. I think they I'm going to do a little partnership with them so.
1: For 2 days. They wanted to like test if you were valuable or not, yeah. I guess probably. They do sponsor podcasts.
0: Chomps. I've heard
1: I've heard podcasts where Chomps is a sponsor. Who do they sponsor?
0: Like Alex Cooper? No.
1: Uh, I may I don't know. I skip past her ads every time. But um do you know Brianna Chicken Bry? I talked to you about her. I don't, don't watch that degenerate shit. She's the she's the one who's dating Zach Bryan.
0: Okay. I don't know. I'm a mom. You
1: don't know who Zach Bryan is?
0: I don't They're like country like music. Most,
1: you know who he was. I didn't say country music. But yeah. <laughs> Caught red-handed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anyways.
1: But yeah, on her podcast
0: they Okay, well, they should drop her and Honestly, yeah. Take me.
1: She was just front row at the Grammys. Yeah. Because she's dating Zach Bryan. He won a Grammy.
0: Cool. They should drop her sponsorship and give it to me.
1: Absolutely. Chomps.
0: Everyone go DM Chomps. If you're a true fan, go tell Chomps that I need a sponsorship.
1: Yeah, we need like a thousand people. I at put the same everyone minute. on
0: Chomps. My own mom, my grandma, except Tyler.
1: I'm not a meat stick person.
0: Have you ever ate a Chomps? No.
1: But I watched Josh eat one and he was like, if they're not good...
0: Okay, well, so you just follow what your friends say?
1: Well, if I did that, then uh, then I would be eating them weeks ago. (laughs) I just knew I wouldn't like it, and then that was a validation.
0: For those of you not watching the YouTube video, I just whipped out six chomps. Just take a bite. If you don't like it, I'll eat the rest.
1: I knew you would eat the rest anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Okay,
0: well, I don't want you to put them to waste. They're precious meat sticks.
1: Okay, is it...
0: You're going to be fine. Here's
1: my thing is... Oh, it's slimy.
0: It's not
1: <laughs> on the inside of the plastic. Okay, it's
0: moisture. Do you want a dry meat stick or do you want a juicy meat See, stick? See, I think
1: that's my thing. Is like I'm picturing it like beef jerky or like jerky, and I hate jerky so much. Okay, is it jerky esque?
0: No, Don't it's a mind meat me. stick. There's if it was jerky, it'd be called jerky. It's a meat dry. stick. Yes. Jerky's like
1: eating wood chips.
0: No, you're eating bad jerky then. Okay, take a big bite. A big bite. A big girl bite. Yeah, there you go. You hate it?
1: No, I was just thinking of the ASMR that they're going to hear. And there's
0: different flavors. It's good.
1: It's actually not bad. Yes! I don't, the flavor's fine. I don't like the texture, though. Okay. Actually, it's kind of good. Do you want to eat it? Yeah, I think I'll keep it. Oh, my
0: God! Wait, you're like, for real, you're not fucking with me? No. You, like, actually like my chomps?
1: It tastes like pepperoni. I'm
0: going to cry. I'm so happy right now. Tyler is so picky.
1: How many calories are in it?
0: Okay. Skinny boy. it's on the front? Only 80. I know. And it's 10 grams of protein per stick. I thought sti- it was more. I'm pretty sure it's 10. It's 12. <gasps> oh my God. Wait, that's... And they have inspirational quotes on the inside. Like, it's just, Trump's I love you. Please sponsor me. Where? Okay, pull it more. You don't, it's a reward if you eat more <laughs> <laughs> than you get it. Then i can put the quote at the beginning of the package.
1: They should. You gotta get down in there. What if I only want 20 calories? Okay. Gratitude is the attitude. Per. I'm very grateful for this chops. Thank you.
0: I know it's so good. <laughs> like, it's skinny girl. Like, if you want to look, you are what you eat. If you want to be a skinny little meat stick, you got to eat chomps.
1: I think I just don't like the, like, waxy coating on the outside. I think that's what spooks me.
0: Yeah, it is a little spooky, but then all the meat would fall out. So it has to have it has to be contained. The meat has to be contained in, inside, you know? But it's, like, good. Like, the turkeys are taken care of. They're happy.
1: It's actually pretty good, y'all. You could top a pizza with this.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: This one's turkey. Well, mm-hmm. obviously
0: Yes, they don't eat beef
1: <laughs> Are the beef ones bad? Um, oh, I don't know why the fuck I just asked you <laughs> You're like, um, I don't know I've never eaten one
0: I'm a turkey girl
1: Do they have chicken ones?
0: No But chickens and turkeys, they're the same thing They're like cousins Is that true? Yes
1: Well, I mean, obviously they're in the bird family But like
0: They're cousins
1: I feel like turkey does not taste like chicken at all
0: I think they're pretty similar So if I gave you If you gave me
1: turkey, a turkey breast and a chicken breast, I would absolutely be able to tell the difference. No cap. A thousand percent. Really? We should do that.
0: A bird's a bird's a bird.
1: Okay. But that's like saying like, I don't know. I was trying to come up on the fly with a comparison.
0: Couldn't do it. Came up
1: short. Well,
0: anyhow. Yeah, because I got roasted. People are like, I thought you said you only eat chicken. I'm like, chicken and turkeys. Are the same thing. No, they're thing. not. Okay, well, in my little mind, they are.
1: Yeah, okay, then I'm just gonna get your mind to think that a cow and a chicken's the same thing.
0: Okay, whatever. <laughs> all right, well, I am so happy I can die happy now. That, uh, I almost called you Cyrus. Tyler loves my chompies.
1: It's obviously not a good thing for you. Why? Because you're gonna like come into your office and be like, Where are all my chomps? And <laughs> it's I can be, like, okay. Tyler ate them.
0: It's, they're so good. Um, Paul, I want a sponsorship with Chomps. Tell them to hit me up.
1: We've never had a sponsor Sponsor. on the podcast. I
0: know. Lance is like, (laughs) Do you even make money off the podcast? I'm like, no, people just love the girlies love the vibes.
1: Like honestly.
0: (laughs) We've never made one cent off this podcast. (laughs) It's been four years. It's because all of them asked me to do like vibrator ads or like weird things. Like like that's so disingenuous. Like I'm not gonna do an ad for something that I don't care for. Like the only sticks I like are meat sticks, not vibrating sticks. So I would like a Chomps sponsorship, not a Velvet Box sponsorship.
1: Chomps, I'm just a poor boy. The proceeds will go to me if you sponsor us. <laughs> Please.
0: <laughs> um, but I'm serious, guys. If you're watching this or listening to this, go blast their DMs with sponsor the Blondest Podcast, a.k.a. the Dallas Esthetician.
1: Yeah, look her up on Instagram.
0: Yeah. That's all you got to say. Yeah.
1: Her podcasts, so her she, up and coming podcasts. I'd
0: be, I've it's been promoting new. them for free <laughs> for so long, free ninety nine because I believe in what I love.
1: Yeah, Same honestly, thing with a lot Elijah. of people would say you're stupid for that.
0: I know. If I had like a like a brand manager, they'd be like, stop posting yeah, this. You, you couldn't free. post
1: anything. None of your fragrances, none of your like, your whole Instagram would be shut I down. I know, but I
0: hate following influencers where everything is, is like a, a paid spon- ad yeah, or yeah, sponsored, sure. like. I like the realness.
1: Yeah, no, for sure.
0: And then like, that's, see, that's my thing is I find something I love. I know you love them. They're so good. I find something I love and then I just post the shit out of it and hope that they, you know, cause that's the best sponsorships are the ones that you seeked out first. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, it's like you want, I wanted you first and you recognize my worth and now you help me out because I helped you.
1: The best sponsorship you could ever have is Lush.
0: Yeah. That's that a sore be. topic. Remember the fake scammy sponsorship Oh, yeah, email? there was
1: one time where she got a...
0: They were like, we want to make a custom bath bomb with your name on it. And I was like, no way. And I, like, cried. And I thought it was, like, the coolest thing ever. And then it she came from, it like, me,
1: and Mark Graham
0: it... at gmail.com. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this man's not real. Yeah. Or, like, when Loewe. Do you remember when Loewe sent oh, me a scammy yeah. email that was like, we want to send you, like... Well,
1: a... Loewe didn't send it to you. Yeah, no, they didn't. Fake Loewe did. No, no. They were like, you can pick three items from our most recent collection to be sent to you.
0: Yeah. It's fake. Broken promises (laughs) and dreams.
1: Okay. See, this is what happens, guys. We need to go.
0: (laughs) We gotta go. We
1: love you guys. We love you.
0: We're gonna finish his little chompy chomp, and then we're gonna blast another episode out. But you guys won't be able to hear it till next week. I'm so sorry. But I love you.
1: Love you guys. Bye. Bye -bye. (laughs) Bye-bye.